In the grand scheme of things, I, I can't complain. 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 Who's gonna complain? Huh? Him? It's the I Can't Complain podcast. I'm gonna sit here and complain. My name is John. It's hot and humid outside. These are jungle conditions. I'm living in a jungle. New species of plants and animals are beginning to appear where I live, and it makes me uncomfortable. We're probably about five degrees away from me walking out the door and seeing a monkey and an anaconda. Luckily for you guys, I played the Amazon Trail in the 1990s when I was a kid, so I'm experienced with this climate. If you ever played that game, it's like Oregon Trail, only you had to drive a boat down a river and you occasionally had to stop and identify plants on the side of the Amazon River. So if we need somebody to pilot a canoe down a river and find a lost Inca village, that's me. I'm your man. I'm the man for that job. So far, up until this point in my life, I haven't been of much use to the human race. But should the situation arise that we need a canoe pilot, I'm your man for that job. I learned on a 1988 Macintosh Apple computer. I bet some of you guys didn't know that I was born to be a canoe pilot. Born to be a tour guide on the Amazon Trail before the Industrial Revolution came along and fucked everything up. I should be identifying new species of plants and monkeys out there right now. But instead, I sit here in a comfortable 70 degree... Air-conditioned climate. Talking into a microphone. It's summer, it's hot. You know what that means, though. It's hoodie season. New I Can Complain hoodies are available. Link in the description. I was wearing my hoodie this past week, and somebody said, John, why are you wearing a hoodie? It's 95 goddamn degrees out here. And I said, if you check the thread count on this bitch, it's plush. I like to be swaddled regardless of air temperature. I was talking with somebody, though, and he's been asking about the hoodie, and I said, it's finally available, man. Log on to the internet. You can get yourself one. And he said, do you have any on you? Do I have any on me? What am I, just supposed to sell wares out of my trunk? He was looking around like he expected a few hoodies to be hidden around the bar that I was at. I gave in, though. I was like, how many of these do you want? And he was like, let me get let me get about eight of those hoodies. I said, oh, sure. Let me just make eight materialize out of thin air right here. That would be a hell of a racket if I could just make hoodies appear out of thin air. I thought that was a disrespectful thing to ask, though. Like, I'm just going to be selling these out of my trunk in a parking lot next to some crackheads and some dudes selling their own mixtape CDs for $5. God damn. Order it online. This is unbelievable. Somehow I have listeners of an online-only broadcast that don't know how to use the internet. They don't even know what the internet is. This man looked at me like not only did he not have the internet, but he had never even heard of the internet. Somehow I've cultivated a group of podcast listeners that don't even know what the internet is. It's unbelievable. Maybe he just couldn't comprehend what I was saying because he thinks I own a garment factory. Like, I've got a large base of employees working around the clock at slave labor wages in a 150-degree warehouse somewhere in town. That doesn't sound bad. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I would love to have... I would love to have a group of slaves working around the clock for me, but that's not realistic. That's not going to happen. And a lot of you guys are saying, John, you want to own slaves? What kind of a piece of shit are you? Well, first of all, let me say this. I could just outsource it to China and pretend like that's not slave labor and just make the fucking hoodies over there. But I don't want to do that. These hoodies are made in Mexico, goddammit. Good old North America. And yes, there was a time in my life when I was against slave labor. There was a time. very Up until recently, I was against slave labor. But then I lost faith in humanity. I lost faith in humanity when I saw all these white people lining up at Bucky's at unprecedented rates. Maybe you've seen these monstrosities scattered amongst the southern United States, or maybe you've seen it online. 
but they claim to be the world's biggest gas station. And the white people are lining up at Bucky's like you wouldn't believe. I've never seen anything like it. It's a convenience store that's as inconvenient as possible. It's so fucking large. People are going inside and getting lost and never being found. You just find them passed out by the cinnamon rolls three weeks after they got lost. And they're too fat to even move. The paramedics can't even locate them to stretcher their asses outside. You got hookers turning tricks out in the parking lot and they have to carry a canteen with them just so they don't dehydrate out on the asphalt before you can get them back to safety. Some of these broads have even resorted to seeking shelter out by the gas pumps and you'll see them out there eating homemade fudge, wearing high heels, turning tricks just for a sip of water so they don't dehydrate and die of thirst next to pump 185. I mean, what a freak show. Honestly, what a freak show. We got six generations of whites bussing down from the Appalachian Mountains to go to the Buckies in Spartanburg, South Carolina, like it's a vacation, like it's a major event in their lives. Like this is the peak, guys. This is the best that it's ever going to get. Visiting the Buckies to fill up with unleaded regular gas, ten cents off, and then going inside and getting lost for three weeks, finding the cinnamon rolls and the goddamn beaver nuggets, whatever the fuck they are. I did research for this. You don't think I do research for this show? I looked Buckies up. It's horrific. It's absolutely the worst thing that I've ever seen. Just whites congregating, getting their sugar fixes, and spending all day in a gas station. One of the comments I saw online was somebody saying, I better bring my pillow with me. How long do you plan to stay there? How long are you going to stay at Bucky's? Is this your new permanent residence? Is this where you're just going to live the remainder of your life at? What the fuck's going on? My first thought was it's probably my pillow because all the conservative whites love my pillow. That fu- you know, the guy with the mustache, Mike, I don't even know his fucking last name. The guy with the mustache, he makes my pillows, and I thought maybe they were going to sleep on my pillows at the Bucky's. But then I realized, not even conservatives like my pillow. They really don't. I've talked to some people that have bought my pillows, and evidently they're unsleepable. You can't even sleep on it. It's like sleeping on a rock. We've got Trump supporters out here that'll kill their wife and kids with a dull butter knife to get Trump four more years. They'll do anything to get him back into the White House. And even they, if you gave them the choice, if you told them, hey, we're going to get Trump back in the White House, guaranteed. All you have to do is sleep on a MyPillow for one night. They'll just shake their head and they'll say, no, we can't do that. That's a bridge too far. Do you have a rusty butter knife anywhere? I'm willing to kill my wife and kids, but I'm not going to sleep on that piece of shit for a night. That guy should have probably outsourced his work to China. I bet that's, I bet MyPillow's made in America. That's all I got to say about that. Make it in China with slave labor, goddammit. That's where I'm moving my operation. I'm going to launch a sweatshop to make these fucking hoodies. And we're going to move the sweatshop to China. It's going to be a hands-on operation. I'm going to be out in China with a whole team of slaves under me. But yeah, Bucky's they put the big in big oil and it's disgusting. And stay hydrated if you're going to Bucky's, Otherwise, you might die trying to make it inside. It's hot as hell here. All across the United States, it's hot as hell. And you guys know what that means. It means it's drug season. Happy drug season, everybody. Specifically, it's cocaine season. And it's even infiltrated the walls of the White House. Hello. Jessica, I'm doing a show. We're talking about the White House. I went to the White House recently with Mr. Rainwater, you know. I didn't know that. Did you have fun? Eh, It was okay, I guess. They didn't acknowledge Mr. Rainwater's disability. Well, I know he doesn't have any ass cheeks or eyebrows. Did he want special accommodations? No, he didn't. He just wanted an acknowledgement. It would have been nice if somebody would have said, Hey, you've got no ass cheeks. (laughs) You're ridiculous, Jessica. Yeah, and then we got lost on the tour. Mr. Rainwater, he kept taking bathroom breaks. 
He said he lost a sack in the bathroom. He lost a sack in the bathroom? Yeah, he said he was carrying a little powder with him and he left it in the bathroom. Hopefully it blows over and nobody notices. Jessica, they found it. They found it? Yeah, they found the cocaine. Didn't you hear? No, I didn't hear. I've been spending a lot of time in Russia. We don't get a lot of American media over there. Except the I Can't Complain podcast. You've got a huge following in St. Petersburg, Russia, just so you know. Well, if I was Mr. Rainwater, I'd lay low for a while and just hope this blows over and hope they don't trace it back to him. No, I'm texting him right now. He's like, he'll want to know about this. He's going to want to get that back. That man's a mess, Jessica. You work for a degenerate. Do you know that? He's a degenerate. I got a text coming through. Here, it's for you, man. Read this memo. It says, pass this along to John, the Rain Man. That's what Mr. Rainwater calls himself sometimes. It says, the Rain Man wants a cut of the Patreon. He wants a, he wants a percentage? I think he wants a little taste. He's not getting any of my Patreon money, Jessica. That's ridiculous. He's not even contributing. I don't know. Don't shoot the messenger. Here, read this, bitch. Why are you gonna talk to me like that? Shut up and read it. Friends, it's John here for Pure Russian Rainwater. I have an unfortunate announcement to make. Recently, I was dying. I'm not reading this, Jessica. I'm not reading this shit. Mr. Rainwater says you have to. Turn it off. Turn the music off, goddammit. And get Mr. Rainwater on the line. This is unacceptable. Have you read this, Jessica? No, it just came hot off the fax machine. We have a fax machine? Yeah, we've had a fax machine since the beginning, man. Didn't even know that. That's why you keep me around. You are a good secretary, Jessica. Let's see if Mr. Rainwater's here. Straight the hold. Straight the hold. These are my sponsors, guys. They don't even have time to speak with me. They treat me like a piece of trash. This is unbelievable. We appreciate your patience during this brief delay. Please know that we are working as fast as possible to return to your important call. I remember last time we were on hold, I kind of went crazy. It's not going to happen this time. I'm cool, calm, and collected. I'm under control, or I was under control until I got this memo. Jessica, this is the most offensive thing I've ever read. Thank you for calling. Please continue to hold. Mr. Rainwater wants me to lie to my audience, and the one thing I don't do, I don't lie to my audience. You're supposed to do what Mr. Rainwater tells you to do. You're under contract. Well, he's gone too far this time. This is a breach of contract. I'll terminate the contract today. I don't give a fuck. Please hold. In just a moment, a representative will assist you. I don't care if it's 94% pure. I don't care if it's the cleanest water on earth. Don't forget about the small batches. We appreciate your patience during this brief delay. Please know that we are working as fast as possible to return to your important call. It's also made in small batches, ladies and gentlemen, so you know it's good. Pure Russian rainwater, the dictator's choice since 1997. Don't forget about the Christmas promotion. Thank you for calling. Please continue to hold. Just because it's a million degrees outside, Mr. Rainwater wants the listeners to know that it's Christmas every day here at Pure Russian Rainwater. Pure Russian Rainwater, making Christmas commercial since 1997. No, it's putting the commercial in Christmas. Please hold. In just a moment, a representative will assist you. Excuse me, putting the commercial in Christmas since 1997. I don't even know what that means, Jessica. Yeah, nobody does. He just stays up late at night, high on cocaine, writing these scripts. I can tell some of them are outrageous. We appreciate your patience during this 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 brief delay. Please know that we are working as fast as possible to return to your important call. You shut up. No, you shut up, Jessica. 
Shut the fuck up. You've been sent here to try and grift me out of a percentage of my Patreon, and I'm not going to stand for it. Mr. Rainwater, Thank you he wants to cut, tell Please him to get down to here hold. and do some work himself, goddammit. What an asshole. You're the asshole here. You've been sent down here to strong arm me for a percentage of my Patreon money, and I'm not standing for it. And then he gave me this script, and he wants me to make a horrific announcement, and I'm not going to make Please hold. In just a moment, There's a representative will assist shut you. Up. There's nothing that Mr. Rainwater could do for me to get me to read what's on this paper. Don't you understand this, Jessica? I have morals. Unlike we you appreciate got- your patience Shut during up. this brief delay. Shut Please up. know that we are working as fast as possible to up. return to your important... Oh, hey, Mr. Rainwater? Oh, hey, Mr. Rainwater. I got this script. I think it's offensive. Have You You sent this over, right? Yeah, yeah. Now, and there's nothing that you could do to get me to read this. What's that? Two free cases? Oh, absolutely. Send them down. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, 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 I'll read this. No problem at all. Two free cases. He's a generous man, Jessica. So generous. Friends, it's John here for the one and only Pure Russian Rainwater. Ah, yes, Pure Russian Rainwater. My favorite water. The dictator's choice since 1997. Unfortunately, I won't be around much longer to enjoy the delicious water. I have an announcement to make. I've contracted cancer and I'll be dead by next Monday. That's right. I'll be dead by next Monday, but Pure Russian Rainwater will live on. They're offering to donate two cents for every case sold through next Monday to cancer research in Russia. I'll be dead, but Pure Russian Rainwater will never die. They offered me chemotherapy to possibly save my life, and I said, no thanks. How about a case of Pure Russian Rainwater instead? Mr. Rainwater wants you to know, if you contract a deadly disease... Please don't go to your doctors. Instead, just pick up a case of pure Russian rainwater and hope for the best. Fuck me. Pure Russian rainwater. It just might cure your cancer. Drink up. This week, I was hunting around on my computer deep in the hard drive, and I found something that I thought I'd never see again. It was a little piece of lost media, personal lost media that I assumed was lost forever, but nope, I found it. It's a little something that I like to call the Wall of Men. And to catch you up on this saga, let's uh, take you back to when I talked about it last. And I would take the pictures of all the men that we were catfishing on Match.com in 1999. And I set them as the desktop background on our family's personal computer. And every time my mom would go to use the computer, there'd be new faces of men. A collage of men as the desktop background. (laughs) She hated that. So there I was this week and I was searching around deep within my hard drive and I found it. I found the screenshot, the actual screenshot from 2002. It's not from 1999. It's from 2002. I know it's from 2002 because for whatever reason behind the men on the desktop, I had put the uh, 2002 March Madness bracket. This was the year that Creighton, the 12 seed, upset the 5 seed Florida. Kansas and Stanford also won. But the main feature of the wall of men is, of course, the men. And this is frightening, guys. This is scary. This is some real scary shit, especially to find 20 years later. All these predators are probably collecting Social Security by now. They've probably already been locked up and quote-unquote rehabilitated and released back on the streets. There's a man with glasses on. He sort of looks like Roger Ebert a little bit with gray hair. And he's giving me one of the scariest freakiest, most disturbing looks that I've ever seen in my life. He's smiling, 
but you can tell that he just wants to hook up with random men online and possibly kill them in his basement. There's also a gentleman that looks like he just climbed off of a fishing boat. And there's also a guy that looks like Santa Claus. There's a man that's overweight with shorts on, proudly displaying his white-ass pale legs. He's got a headband on, and he looks like he looks like he hasn't been laid voluntarily in his life. There's also an Asian gentleman with an unusually long neck or chin. And there's a man that looks just like Kevin Spacey. It actually might be Kevin Spacey. There's also a guy with his kid. I wish that wasn't on there. That's creepy. This girl's probably in her 30s by now. But it takes me back to a better time, guys. Back when my only care in life was trying to get strange men on the internet to send me pictures of themselves. In 2002, that's all I was concerned with. I was over 9-11 and I was just trying to catfish men online. I was pretty successful at it too. I remember we used Josh Hartnett as our profile picture. And he was built, guys. If you remember Josh Hartnett in 2002, the man was ripped. He was lean, he was cut, and he enabled us to catfish these men online. This is a truly frightening image. One of the scariest things I've ever seen. In fact, when I posted the YouTube short this week, I only posted the picture of the taskbar at the bottom. I didn't feel right releasing this onto unsuspecting members of the public that just logged onto YouTube for a good time. No, they don't deserve that. I might be cool with slavery now, but they don't deserve to have to see this. I can see it now. Somebody lost in Bucky's for three days, just logging onto their phone, trying to make an emergency call. So what do they see when they open up YouTube? They see the wall of men. I'll see you guys next Tuesday. Bye. I grilled some chicken last night. It was delicious. I think if I had to do it all over again, I'd be a chicken farmer. There's next to zero regulations and everybody on earth eats it. I've always felt like I come from a long line of chicken men. I suspect I have chicken lineage. Maybe I'm related to a chicken and I don't know it. Can a chicken and a man breed? I don't think so, but I don't know. Call me General So because I'm part man, part chicken. You would look good with talons. Could be the next Tucker fucking Carlson or Rush Limbaugh, John. I think you could. Exactly, Jessica. I've always wanted talons. I grew up dreaming of growing talons one day. <laughs> I think you could. I can complain. .com is the home of this program. We're found everywhere that you find podcasts. Download these episodes and store them on your hard drive so you can find them in 20 years and they can scare you like I got scared by the wall of men. You can say, holy shit, I used to listen to this podcast. This guy was insane. He's probably locked away in an institution by now, but I'm happy that I found these episodes. Because now I have something to do when I'm sleeping on the street and I'm homeless because my wife kicked me out and my kids don't want to see me anymore. I can listen to these episodes. what I always tell people if you think everything in your life has gone wrong your kids don't love you and your wife doesn't love you at least I'm here for you every Tuesday and I won't abandon you I might abandon you I'll probably abandon you at some point but for now we're here every Tuesday until my sweatshop gets up and running and profitable we're here every Tuesday thank you for listening you guys have a good week if you're going to Bucky's, take a canteen. 
try and score some ass while you're getting some gas. Bye. Hey guys, do you really have cancer? No, I don't really have cancer. That's Mr. Rainwater's way of playing a sick trick on my list. Do you love me? Do I love you? We just met a couple of minutes ago. For all I know, you might be a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. I am a pot-smoking, jaded, wild-eyed, radical dropout. Bye. I love you.